0: Unity of Farmington Hills, a positive path for spiritual living. When the stars came crashing down in tiny pieces to the ground, I was all alone down here, trapped beneath the atmosphere.
1: another hand, please. I love having such a fabulous band. I missed you guys last week. I really did, but I heard it was awesome, and I heard it was recorded so I can hear it. Okay, good. You know, I love that we have the podcast. Um, It's so awesome. I, at the, um, when we had the, at the banquet, the Unity Urban Ministerial Banquet on, um, Friday, I had this lady come up to me, I had met her, she's a new student for the, at the school that I graduated from, Unity Urban Ministerial School, and I had met her um, when she was coming into to, to the, um, the party, but then later on she ran up to me and she said, I know, I, I knew I knew you from somewhere, I thought I'd met you before, but it's, it's your voice, I remember your voice. She said, I listened to your podcast. I was like, oh my gosh, and I, was, and I hadn't even known. She said, I remember... Um, when you were talking about your mother-in-law, she said, I remember when you were talking about your sister, she said it was really inspirational. I was like, what? So it's really getting out there, just so you know. It's really getting out there. I'm excited. So I do have a cute joke, if I can remember it. Let's see, which one is it? There's a a couple of them. Wait, let me see which one I want to do for today. There was a couple of them that I heard. Uh, Let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, yeah. There was a young man who was a huge football fan, right? And you might have heard this before if you did. You can still chuckle with me about it. <laughs> um, and he, he was such a huge football fan, he would buy tickets for the Super Bowl months in advance. And so this year, he did. He bought tickets to the Super Bowl way months in advance. It was $2,000 per ticket. But then he realized they were on the day of his wedding he was like so he was so upset about it right so he so what he did was he went ahead and put an ad on Facebook that somebody could take his place right so he said you can come in and take my place he said "It's, it's, the, it'll start at three three o'clock it's at the first Baptist Church and her name is Tiffany <laughs> Wow that's a huge football fan right Right? (laughs) That is so funny, I thought that was so cute. So we have been going through each month, we started doing a theme for each month that matches um, the power that's connected to that month. And last month we worked through zeal because October um, represents in unity the power of zeal. We're going to be popping all night, all day I see. Um, So. Zeal is our ability to be enthusiastic, to be passionate, to motivate, to start, right? But the spiritual meaning of zeal, which Charles Fillmore, who's the co-founder of Unity, came up, said is, he says, is the inward fire. And this is the revealing word. So I use it when I'm studying in the Bible. He has the revealing word in the metaphysical Bible dictionary. They're amazing to help you when you're studying scripture and you're wanting to get a deeper understanding of it. So he says that zeal is the inward fire of the soul that urges man onward. Now, we've talked about that. And we've talked about how it's that that this uh, small voice, the still small voice of God within us. And we talked about how that still still small voice can be so powerful that it can be as powerful as a roar and that you know it is God and you know there's something in it when it pushes you to go forward to do something. But there's another part here that we didn't talk about last month that is connected to zeal. He says that it is the inward fire of the soul that urges man forward, regardless of the intellectual mind of caution or Conservation. Uh, yeah, conservation. So I was thinking about that when I was meditating this week. And there's a lot of things that have gone on this week. Well, these last two weeks, that, are, well, the month of October has been a crazy month. I know I got to go back. Well, six months. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, my whole life, right? <laughs> well, when I was being conceived, no, I'm just kidding. I don't want to go there. Never mind. Clear it out, clear it out, clear it out. Let go, let God, let go, let God. I don't want to envision that. Anyway, uh, I like being silly. So when we were going through the month of October, that was very difficult for me and challenging for me because October is the month that my sister was born, who passed away. And this is the first year that she's celebrating her birthday in heaven. It was October 29th. But October 4th was her husband's birthday, and October 14th was their anniversary and then we moved into the 29th right so i'm moving through zeal and i'm listening to god and i'm allowing god to push me forward but then i'm realizing there's those blocks there that i have to push through and so today what i want to talk about we're going to go in through the, in this month we're going to go through the theme of release and let go which is perfect i release and i let go i let the run my life. I am free in the spirit. Yes, I'm only here for God. Oh, he did a little. Na- that's so cute. Ah, like I said, I love having people got my back. That's sweet. That's so sweet. I didn't do it. A- he did that for me. Nicholas did it. Okay, so we're going to do the theme release and let go. Today, we're going to talk about releasing your limited mindsets. And that's a big one. That's huge, because through October, I had to go through a deep shift in how I envisioned my relationship with my sister, now that she's transitioned to the higher, higher vibration of life. Because spirit never dies. Spirit is that spark of life that's within us, that divinity within us. And I still have a relationship with my sister, but I had to get used to having that relationship without a fleshly Um, A fleshly body to experience that with without hearing her verbal voice without calling her and celebrating and saying, hey What you and Sean gonna do for his birthday? What you gonna do for your anniversary? And I realized that it got really really difficult last week For those of you who don't know Last week I started having a pain in in my back shoulder blade and it was really it was really bad right and so and and it was awesome because for um we, we had our board meeting on Tuesday, which was the 29th, and that was when it started, right? And so it was awesome because Michael did a cake, a, a cheesecake for me to celebrate my sister's birthday. I, I was talking about how she would do cheesecakes for November for, for Thanksgiving, and I would always get one and, eat, eat, and put it to the side and then eat another one, similar to the Krispy Kreme donuts. <laughs> and so he brought in a, a cheesecake to celebrate, and I was excited about it, but I was having this pain. And, and, and it, it kind of squashed it a little bit. So I want to tell you, thank you so much, Michael. I appreciate that. That was really nice of you. And so we got to share it, and Howard got to eat most of it. <laughs> he was like, he doesn't even like cheesecake, but it looked good, and he enjoyed it. So I'm like, I guess he likes cheesecake now. <laughs> yeah, he likes it now. You got him started and liking it. So, and, um, and he loved my sister's cheesecake, too. So you're one of the ones he liked, you and my sisters. So anyway... Wednesday came and I was in meditation and the pain was getting worse. I w- and I hadn't known what was going on, but I was just sitting in a space of feeling that urging from God, right? But my mindset was still there. and I didn't know what that mindset was, but it was something inside of me blocking it. And I knew it was in my mind. So I just sat in meditation and we, we went through it. We had a powerful meditation. And in that moment, I did not feel the pain. By the time we got to Friday... I came to help, help decorate, and when I got here, it was so bad I couldn't even hide it. Like I can say, I was bubbly and smiling on Tuesday on my sister's birthday, but Friday it hurt so bad I, I couldn't even hide it. And, and Roxanne was like, oh, you are in a lot of pain, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah, I, I am. It was hurting. And then, and that was November 1st. Fir- uh, and then when, when my husband Howard came to pick me up, I had him take me right to urgent care. When I'm in urgent care, they're checking my heart to make sure everything's okay. While I'm laying there, my arm starts hurting worse, and my hand starts tingling. So they had me go to emergency to make sure it's not a silent heart attack. Everything's fine with my heart. They did blood tests. That's fine. Everything's fine with my chest. They did chest x-ray. It's fine. But there is a pinched nerve in my spine right where my neck connects to my head, a pinched nerve, and I was thinking about that. So the affirmation that came to me, because you don't always know what mindset is limited to let go of, to move forward in the urgings of God. But I asked God to give me an affirmation. And the affirmation was, I release the thoughts that are pinching this nerve. Then I realized that as I was going through the month of October, trying to understand what the, the, this new experience in the relationship with my sister, and then going through everything, preparing for the Unity Earth uh, Ministerial School banquet, because I, I was co-chair of it, so that was a lot of planning. So, Roxanne, I'm going to give you a clap for how you planned that party. Because that was... woo she planned, she planned an awesome party for me last Saturday. It was awesome, and it took a lot. And I had been planning this banquet for a year. But I got to the point where it felt like it was on my last nerve. You ever get to the point where you're in the last the last stretch, and it's on your last nerve, everything was bothering me, everything, everything was bothering me at that point. I had this mindset that it's too much for me to do all at one time. I can't do this on my own. I can't do this on my own. How am I going to do this? How am I going to leave this? And then I'm getting an idea of how many people are going to be there. And how am I going to do this? And then some of the people who were part of the committee, you know we had to help out with me and Reverend Bonnie, and that was a lot to take on their pieces as well. Now, like, how am I going to do this and lead the church? It was getting a lot. It was getting a lot. And I realize your neck is what guides your head to go one way or the other. Your neck is the choice that you make on where you're going to focus. and where you choose to focus. Is where your ne- neck turns your head for you to focus. I was focusing on the limited things. How am I gonna do this? It's too much. I can't get this done in time. All of those things. How many of you had though where you felt so overwhelmed? You're like, how am I? I can't do this on my own. And then I realized it's true. I can't do this on my own. Really, I can't. But with the help of I am. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I had to shift that consciousness. I had to release the I can't and everything connected to that mindset, which is that frame of mind, what was I, what I was focusing on, the human expression that I was focusing on and I had to turn my head to Christ, to the God in me and realize I am not doing this alone. Actually, the fact that you guys got here today, you did not do that. You chose to come and God brought you here. That's just the really, reallys. Because the third unity principle says we co-create through thoughts held in mind. You think it, you be it. That's just the real. You think it, you be it. You thought I want to be here today, and you are all here today. You think to say something, it comes into your mouth. You open your mouth to speak, it comes out. That's the power of God. You're co-creating your life with God. So I had to shift my consciousness. And the more I started realizing that I can't do it, but I am can do it. And it is the I am, capital I, capital A, capital M, the Christ within me can do it. The pain started releasing. And the more I started saying I release the thought that is pinching this nerve. I started shifting into I release the mindset that is pinching this nerve. Because if you think about it, there's nerves that go inside of the spine and it goes down and it comes in, down into your arms in there, and there's something in there. And arthritis, anything with the itis at the end of it is a form of anger, frustration. And there is frustration and anger in me. Anything that has itis at the end of it is a fire diagnosis. It's a fire inside of you. And that fire in the moment is not urging you forward. It's keeping you still and stagnant. Does that make sense? So I release whatever mindset is holding me back. And everyone who has become a new member, and those of us who've embraced them, every time there's a new member ceremony, I want you all to come into a new, clear mindset as well. Releasing every mindset connected to where you've gotten to this point right now. Because that's what's gotten you here. Now that you're in this spiritual community and now that we have embraced new members in this spiritual community, we are new. We are new. Does that make sense? Yes. And so clear everything that has led you up to this point. Clear everything that has led you up to this point. I'll say it again. Clear everything in your human eye that has led you up to this point. And allow yourself to move into the I am. So release all those things that are connected to it. And you know when, it, when that mindset comes up, the moment you say, I can't. The moment you say, how am I going to do? The moment you put it all, feel that heaviness and that weight of the world. Anybody feel the weight of the world on you? And I experienced it Saturday. I'm, it was a little bit chaotic with the seating part. And I let that overwhelm me for a minute. And I had to let go and go on upstairs and and get dressed and change. And when I went upstairs and got dressed and changed, I called Howard and I fussed it, fussed, I can't believe it, I let it all out, vented it all out. And then I stepped in a space of realizing, of my own self, I cannot do this. And the other part is, even in the moments that I can, that I know God's there to help me through that, Go inside and find out what is yours to do, Kelly, and delegate the rest to the others. Because we hold on to too much stuff that's not ours to do. Seriously. We think it's an obligation that we're supposed to be responsible by taking on all this stuff. There's times when it it behooves us to delegate to others. Now, the Christ in you God who created you, guess what? God delegated you to be the expression of heaven on earth. You are delegated by God to be the expression of heaven on earth. And anything that's blocking you from doing that is blasphemy. Any part of your mind that has an insecurity there that feels like you cannot do it, then we all have it. And this is the kicker. It was easier for me to accept the parts that I could not do than to step in the parts that I can do, than to step in the part that I am a child of God and I am is doing it through me. Isn't that amazing? How we can accept those parts that are fear-based better than we can, and the fear-based parts aren't even ours. Because the consciousness of the world is so hyped up in the negative that you can have a million things happen, a million people come up to you and tell you how wonderful something was, but one person tells you something critical You take that for the rest of your day, right? That's part of a negative mindset. Now, that spirit that urged you forward, man, got you up there to do all these powerful things, right? But then there's that one person that says something that was not powerful, and we take it on and embrace it, and then everything, all the thousand things that we did that was amazing, seems to dissipate and go away. And now, our identity has been wrapped up in what we did wrong, How we messed up, how we fell short, how we didn't do this right, didn't do that right. And then all this high excitement and energy fizzles down. And then you start to feel bad. And then you replay it over and over and over again in your life, right? And then the next time something comes up to do that thing, you second guess it. I don't know if I want to do it. I was telling them, I ain't, don't call me again when you're going to do a banquet. Don't call me again. I retire. If I have to hide up under a rock, I will. But that was the limited mindset of that experience. Everybody who came to the banquet said it was so awesome and amazing. I was sitting there looking at all the critical things that didn't go right. Instead of experiencing the joy of everyone coming together and having fun. And we had a DJ that was so funny. He was amazing. Every time there was something new, like when we they announced the uh, Myrtle Fillmore Award, he started playing the Rocky song. Da-da-da, da-da-da. And dun and, and he would always have some kind of sound or something that kept the kept the crowd excited and up and, and, and upbeat, right? And I'm instead of enjoying it after.